Good afternoon. You are listening to the Recovery Hour Talk Radio Show that is being brought to you by the Rockdale County Stepping Up Initiative. You can continue listening to us on the Cat 10 ENT Network by downloading the His Hop Radio app. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Recovery Hour. Once again, this is Bill and Tanisha, and we have a real treat for you today. Today, man, we have brought together a group of the most gifted people that we know, and a lot of our viewers have sent in questions that they kind of want to understand about some of the recovery things that are happening here at Rockdale and, and they're happening across the nation, some of the emerging best practices for recovery. So what we did was we canvassed the globe and we found a group of people that are content experts at the various stages of recovery. With that being said, I would be remiss if before I got off to the cosmos, I didn't first shout out to our sponsors, Stepping Up Initiative, which is a national initiative that has been adopted here in Rockdale County. The purpose of which is to reduce the number of people in jails that feel like us on the inside and outside that have, are in recovery from mental health challenges, substance use challenges, societal challenges, financial challenges, challenged by the people next door down the street, challenged by a lot of different things. And, and today living in recovery, some people searching for recovery, some people ain't found recovery, but we just do our best and God will do the best, right? Anyway, Tanisha, say hi to all the people out there in Radio Land. Hello, everyone, all of our followers, everyone across the airways, across the, the nation, wherever we may reach you. I'm just grateful to be back another week. All right. With that being said, like I always say, we have a treat for you today and I haven't lied to you yet. Today, we have some questions that, uh, shout out to all of our listeners. We even have listeners in Germany. So shout out to all those people. And I want to just go around the room. And uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for being here today. And I want to just go around the room and I want to ask you guys, because a lot of people out there are under the misconception that recovery is about something wrong. A lot of people, when you say recovery, the first thing they think about is alcohol, drugs, or something of that nature. And recovery is a much bigger thing. Recovery is not about what's wrong with you. It's really about what's right with you. And But I want to ask you guys, as content experts, if you could tell the people what your name is and what recovery means to you. And I'm going to start with you. My name is Mark Russ. Recovery means repairing to me, getting things back together. Wow. And so what about you? Tell the people what your name is and what recovery means to you. My name is Vince Roscoe. Uh, recovery to me is everything God's flat. That he is the only one that can help me recover. Well, hell, I'd be out where I started from, which has been a life of doom. I was on the road to the destruction. But now I've been in this recovery. It's helped me to understand my disease and day-to-day -day time with my group, with my therapy, and being in this program. Best things ever happened to me. That's good stuff. What about you? What, tell them your name and what recovery means to you. My name is Dave Grace. I'm a struggling alcoholic addict. 
And the only thing I could say is for recovery, there's an ongoing process. And if you do believe in it, it could happen to you. Wow. That's good stuff. What about you, cousin? Tell the people out there what your name is and what recovery means to you. Yes, that's that's good. That's good answer. What about you, sir? What's your name and what does recovery mean to you? Recovery means to me uh, healing. Uh, recovery means finding yourself again. Somebody supported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about you? What what does recovery mean to you? It does. Get yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about you, sir? What is your name and what does recovery mean to you? First and long time recovery. Recovery means to me is the meeting that we are powerless. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing like admitting there's a problem because I guess the only way you can really address the problem, first of all, you got to admit that there is one. And you also have to admit that there's a solution. And we have to just seek those, diligently seek those. For some of us, we had the gift of desperation. Uh, some people aren't that lucky. I know one time the person would have thought that desperation would have been worse than people who don't have desperation. I don't know, man. Desperation is a powerful motivator. Necessity is the mother of invention. Desperation must mean his cousin or something, man. Because uh, I know that for a long time, I took it for granted. Thought I could stay in the mess. But I could uh, continue to avoid it. Then that, there I got to a place where I couldn't avoid it. The unescapable conclusion that if I didn't change, I was getting ready to. And then there was a lot of negative attached to that. What about you, sir? Tell people who you are and uh, what recovery means to you. Recovery means me is lifetime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it says in the literature, it's like a lifesaver for the drowning man. So I'm with you on that. So what, what is your name and what does recovery mean to you? I'm a better person. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. What about you, ma'am? What is your name and what does recovery mean for you? My name is Carol. I'm a person in long-term recovery. What that means to me is that people now can trust me and depend on me. I don't carry other people's credit cards and ID in my purse anymore. Amen. And uh, I've become a productive member of society. You are productive. Yay! That's right. And cousin, tell the people out there who you are and uh, what recovery means to you. My name is Minister Horace Mason, and I believe that we don't need to judge each day by the harvest that we reap, but by the seeds that we plant. Yes, man, that's good stuff, man. So I want to kind of touch on something. Everybody, you know, has their own pathway or multiple pathways to recovery. There are multiple understandings and concepts and all that. And I think that, you know, for me, oh, man, <laughs> what a glorious journey. It didn't matter how you start, man. But there was a start for me. Uh, I used to be in a very dark place. In dark places, dark things happen, dark results. And we know who's the author of light, and we know who's the author of dark. If you don't, you can that'll be another radio show we'll do for you. But I know that uh, I reached a place where I knew I had to make a change. 
for each and every one of us that may have been something different. So I want to ask you, I'm going to start with you. What was the catalyst for change? Was it that happened for you? Because I know there are a lot of people out there in Radio Land, and you're telling little Johnny or your cousin or your uncle or your husband or your sister or your brother, you need to change, you know, and maybe they don't feel like they need to change. And they're looking at you like you got three heads. And, and for the people in this room, all of us came to a point where we realized that there are some things in our life that just absolutely had to change for a lot of different reasons. And so for you, what was the catalyst for your journey and entry into change? My name is Marcus Willis. Uh -huh. what, what happened in my life? My son, he he got a, a sentence of 30 years. And I uh, I knew then I said I had to get it together. I said I couldn't do nothing for him the way that I was carrying on. So I, I had to get right so I could beat up for him. Well, so I, I went to Grant. I made a decision to uh, put it on down. Thank God I, I came through and been living one day at a time. And got a chance to write them. We've been in contact and uh, I'm in a better position where I can help. That's good stuff, man. What about you? What was the catalyst for your entry into change? Well, I've been in ministry for 24 hours a day. Okay. Still work. I don't believe there's anything. Such thing as a function alcoholic. Yes. You're alcoholic, like I, I am recovering alcoholic. My last time was when I was incarcerated. The day I got incarcerated and I detoxed in jail, I gave myself to God and I surrendered. I said, Not again, please help me, show me the way. That's where I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got a lot out of it. Wow. And continued on with it. Like wow. how long the judge would keep me there. I think Scott every day that I wake up sober even in jail. And since jail, I've been recruited again in this program, and that was my wake up call. And I worked on it every day. And it is, it is not easy every day. I'm not going to pay anybody, it is because it's not. But you got to make that first step. First step, surrender. Yeah. Well, I like to tell my manager, there's a power greater than me that can show me the way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. Dave, what about you, man? What was the catalyst for your journey in? Well, I can take that back into the days when I remember my daddy telling me, won't give a damn about your health until you stop. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, as a truck driver professional, started having seizures. Guess what? I had to give up my career. Yeah, yeah. You don't want me out there driving the truck. You're right. I no, sir. Yeah, yeah. Price is high, man. Price is high. And, and so what about you? What is the catalyst for your journey? What is it that made you say going to go to Grid and Grace? What is the catalyst for your journey? There you go. And the crowd goes wild. Yay. There you go. Well, That's right. Just move forward like that's it. That's right. That's yes. That's right. Just some journey going That's right. Man, I'm glad you're here, man. That's the best. That's the best part. Messing with Ladarius, man. There you go. Gordon, man. What about you, man? What was the catalyst for your entry into recovery? This is last arrest. Sure. That's great. 
person, children. You know, now that I got two boys, two stepkids too, you know, this last time taking them through it, it's like I wasn't just in jail, they was in jail with me. Yes. Like I was dragging them too. It, it's just, it really is different. Yes. 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 So not being able to hold them, see them, you know, read them bedtime stories, feed them, bathe them, stuff like that. Yes. Yes. It's really what bothers me. Well, that was that was my boss. Yes. Wow, that's that's wow. What about you, Tate? What was the catalyst for you coming in? Was it made you say, you know what? I got to make this change. I, I got to come across the street, man. I'm just gonna say that. A therapist. Okay. Okay. Who ends up there? Big tools. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna get all the Yes. Yes. But I got tired doing this year. Yeah. 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 Now, I first walked into these doors, though. Yes. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Yes. 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 It was the law telling me to do it, but it was the devil telling me not. That's right. There you go. I hear what you're saying. Yes. Balance. Yes. In between those. In between. In the middle. Yeah. But I'm here today. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. That's right. And you keep coming. That's right. And he keeps coming to get you. That's right. Oh, help me to keep coming. I'm gonna keep coming. That's the best part, man. That's the that's the best part. We would like to thank our leader, Commissioner Dr. Doreen Williams, the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office, along with other numerous partners and stakeholders that are taking the initiative to create change for the Rockdale County recovery community. We know that it takes all parts of a community to carry out this vision and together we are stronger. What's up, Red? You got to clean the gunpoint. There we go. You know, you came to kill me. Yeah. Came and took the money I had and the drugs I had. You know, and you know, it's like, my daughter was in the front room. Oh, was upstairs. Her sister was upstairs. My baby sister was upstairs. And I thought because I sold drugs down the street from the basement when David Wade was all right. God showed me, man. When they tie me up, I thank God, you know, wife. The two were coming out of the skin, don't to the basic. Yeah. I mean, they were making meetings. I felt I didn't need it. You know, and it's like God said, you know, give me another chance. Yes. I went to fight me, put this off my hand, and guys left. I had to go do what I had to do. Yes. Because that stopped me up. Yes. Because it hurt my heart. Yes. Yes. Say, yes, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of things going on. Yeah, so I went, I took care of that, 
when I got back home, I a pamphlet. I went up a pamphlet. It was a pressure. Yeah. After reading that pamphlet, answer the questions. All the questions I said, yes. <laughs> Everything. Yes. Before I was worried to talk to somebody, same thing, but when I read them things for Yeah. Yes, read it to myself. Self yes. so myself biggest thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. But see my situation. I couldn't go to rehab. This is how God was God is being like this. Come back home, save me something. I got to die. You got your stuff. Yeah. Put my stuff. Oh, yeah. And when I get myself out of this out of the way, I went to a me. There you go. There we go. I do it and that one, you see, oh, I'm back to my stuff. Yes. Turn to the then she was over the Tell this guy. She didn't even know the guy means. He just came to the meeting. He became my first boss. That's good stuff. Ladarius, what was the catalyst for you coming out the dark into the light? What was your why, man? Why'd you come across, man? It was going out. Seventh row. Yeah, I too. No, seventh row. Oh, boy. It was when I got out, I started doing the same shit that I went to prison for. But when the police, when they came this time and they, and they, and they, uh, they came 20 deep at my house. Yes. Know what I mean, and it, it brought back radically because I, I was looking at like, all the stuff I was been through with them. Like, but I ain't trying to go back to them. Yeah. And you know, um, when I started coming to, when I started coming to this group, you know what I mean, we really started taking it serious, started. You know, because I was coming to the group at the time. Yeah. Got, got locked in. Like, man, I ain't, I'm done. I'm done with street stuff, man. I got to stay focused on my recovery. Yes. Really, that's when I, that's when I, um, them police came to my house 20 deep. I was in the back of my house, came to search my house. That's when I knew the time for me to uh, make a change. Wow, that's good stuff. And Don, man, what, what, what's the catalyst? What, what is it? that made you say, I'm going to go into that room? What made you say, I'm going to go over there? What made you change your mind? What made you say that? I had got okay. or drink, made me care, and now, uh, drink it so much, passed out in the bar. The ambulance brought me to the hospital. I can't do. This is a I 
That's a good good stuff, man. That's some good stuff. That's a victory story. And, and, you know, this is the power of the victory story. And, And he said it. Don said it. And there's a lot of people in this room. The symbiotic nature of some of the things that God has given us to create attraction and create connections and, and, and information sharing and all that kind of stuff. And, and the power of those things brought us all here. You understand what I'm saying? It don't matter where you were, don't matter where you at, what matters is that you're here, right? And, and the, the miracles in the middle of this room. And, and I'll never forget the thing, I, each and every one of you guys, the first time I got a chance to meet you and talk to you. You understand what I'm saying? Some of us were behind the wall. Some, you know, I remember one day we was doing a group. One dude, I said, man, how do you remember me? He said, I remember them Air Force Ones, man, going through the jail. He said, I said, damn, old dude got on Air Force Ones. Um, you know, Sean said, man, I remember when you brought the pizza to jail. You know, me and the commissioner went in there and brought pizza because they wouldn't let us bring turkey for Thanksgiving because they said they're too dangerous to bring the bones. I'm like, damn. Not the bone shank, short shank redemption. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just going to do the 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 turkey bone mutiny with the commissioner as well. And I'll never forget the night I was sitting there in my front room, and I got a call. It was done. It was done. <laughs> and, and that's the great thing about this responsibility that God has given us to answer this phone. And it's bigger than a paycheck. It's about a purpose. Mm-hmm. See, because there's a lot of people that they, they they knock off at four o'clock. You understand? And that's why I always ride people about, I tried to call you, didn't answer the phone. What if my life was at stake? That's right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And you only answer your phone during a certain hour. And I died because you your number was on the thing and you told me to call you. And then I called you and you didn't answer and I died. You understand what I'm saying? And and I remember because it it it's not easy to whom much is given, much is required. And and it's about nine o'clock and you done worked all day. You had two million conversations and you see a number come across and, and it's saying it's, it's, it looks professional. Right? You understand? So it's something like, you know, hospital, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It would be very easy for you to say, I'll, I'll take the message. It's going to go to the message. And then God said to you, you are the message. Hold up. You understand what I'm saying? And, and hello? And it was done. First, I think a dude said, hey, listen, I got a so-and-so here and a lot of, and, uh, you know, I need to, but, but anyway, and Don is up on the phone and, and he, we made an appointment. He said, hey, man, how, how do I, you know, I said, just come over to the spot. Come, come, the door will be open. The door will be open when you get there, you know, and um, I don't think he showed up in about 10 more years. But anyway, the, the point is that they had a number. And, and and he said you'll be counted in the number, and 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 everybody here was counted in the number. You feel me? So that's powerful stuff. So, uh, Carol, what was the catalyst for you coming across the road, man? I got out of prison early because of COVID. I I still had some more things hanging over my head, and. I didn't want to go back to prison. I just did five years. So I heard that there was another way. You told me that. And you explained to me that if I would just try this recovery thing, 
I could probably stay out of prison because that would be the evidence. And so that's what I did, and I'm still here. And you're still here. And the crowds go, wow. What about you, Kay? What what was the reason that you decided to come across? This tomorrow yes. So I really felt a call because I thought that was like ain't that not for me to do. So I drink. So when I called him, he was like, How you been doing? Like, I'm I'm Balance, like, I feel alright. And I was like, he said something. I was like, I'm gonna stop. Uh, I said, I'm gonna come through it. Give me a look. I said, okay. So basically, he really motivated me to stop judging people doing, doing the stuff I was doing. And that's that's a powerful thing. And, and it's a powerful thing for a lot of different reasons. And I'm grateful for Steve because he was there to do that for you. I'm also grateful for Steve and he had something wrong to take light or tags or some shit, an old ticket or something. And he was driving down the road and the police stopped him. He said, you got a warrant. They took him to jail. <laughs> and he ain't even high, man. You get that sucks when you go to jail. You ain't even high. And, and he took him to jail and he went to jail and he wanted to minister to the guys. And he told the guys, I want to minister to y'all. And the guys told him, let me connect you with somebody else that comes up in here bringing that fire. So, yeah. And, and they referred him to me. And, and when he got out, he called me on the phone and said, hey, man, I just got out of jail. And the dudes from the jail told me to call you. <laughs> he said, I had to call you because I feel like God told me that there's something we got, you know. And, and he's been here ever since. He brought you here. That's powerful stuff. So, cousin, let me ask you, man, what is the catalyst that brings you into the room, that brought you into this thing, that brought you into who you are today? Just being real, Mr. Bill, you know, when I when I first seen you at that mental health symposium, mm -hmm. I've been looking for someone who I could connect with so mm -hmm. I could talk to my people real. Mm -hmm. And addiction is the only prison I know where the locks are on the inside. That's right. And people think you have to be addicted to drugs, but it's not all about drugs. It's oh. whatever you're addicted to. Yeah. It could be PlayStation, it could be yes. it could be it could be men, but what I'm saying is you have to have the faith. Yeah. See, faith moves mountains, fear creates them. That's right. And what I like about each and every one of them, and especially the young lady right there, she said, When I got off Zoom, I came up in here, I wasn't gonna try, but she had self-honesty. Yes. To realize I need to go. Yes. And then Ladarius, you know, I mean, you know, he all chilled and cool and big and bump, but he told me, he said, but what he just said, talking about it took them 20, 20 cops to come to my house. Yes. It takes a nightmare dream to know that yeah. I'm facing life in prison and yeah. I'm not going to be able to come back from this. Yes. And when he said about his boys, yeah. I just want to tell you, there's no such thing as step kids. That's right. There, there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's so right. I just want to tell you, each, each one of y'all have really impressed me, not because of just where y'all at, from where you came from. Yes. When you're talking about driving on the road, yes. man, that just tore me up because, you know, I just drove my son to Denver, Colorado, mm -hmm. and you know trucks, trucks are supposed to drive eight hours. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I was completely sober and had my first seizure on the break. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But the guy was driving three extra hours almost ran us off the road. Okay. 
So coming today, I was coming just to shout out Mr. Bill and see what's happening up in here. And I'm telling y'all, I'm going to, as long as y'all would have me come, yeah. I learned so much from y'all because the ministry that God has given me is out here in the street. Yeah. Being in the street at homeless, up under the bridge, which I almost got a fine from the Cal County, yeah. giving out bottled water and daily bread. It's a $500 fine because I don't have a permit. Yeah. I preach at the nursing home. Now I'm trying to give it Mr. Bills. I can go into the jails. I want to reach people. God says go amongst them in the highways, yes. the byways, the yes. edges, and the edges. Yes. So that was my catalyst. Mm -hmm. Being who I am, knowing that I was on the wrong side of justice, and they know that they don't want to right the wrong. I don't have the money to put in their pocket to do it. But God says, son, the thorn that I gave, mm -hmm. my grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. And I want y'all to know, faith is believing before what makes sense after. That's right. That's really good stuff. And so I want to kind of ask you guys another question, because I know that our listeners out there, and they, they asked me about this. So we talked about what it was like before and why we came in, you know, and, and because that's kind of what recovery meant to us and why we came in and our catalyst for coming in. And, and so now I want to kind of talk about what are some of the things that hold your recovery down, make it real, keep you in the game. What are some of the things that you do that keep you in the game, right? Because a lot of people come in, they don't stay. They ain't got no bricks in their back pocket. They fly up and they're gone. You understand? A lot of people come in, they don't want to put that work in. And then if it don't work, if you don't work it, right? And, and then they say it didn't work, but really it, it worked. You just didn't work it, right? We are proud partners of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, Rockdale Newton Chapter. NAMI Georgia is an organization of family, friends, and individuals whose lives have been affected by mental challenges. Together, we advocate for better lives for those individuals who have a mental challenge, and we offer support, education, and advocacy as we do so. Please visit the NAMI Georgia website at www.namigeorgia.org. And if you are local to the Rockdale Newton area, we would love to have you join the family. For more information, you can visit www.namirockdalenewton.com or follow their Facebook page at NAMI Rockdale Newton. What are some of the things that you're doing today that that keep you grounded? And I'm gonna start with you. Marcus, well, um, one of the most important thing that keep me grounded is the Lord and um seeking seeking the Lord. Um coming to great grace every day helps me a lot. And I got a sponsor now, Mr. Gregory P. He helps me a lot. So I hold it, say it one more time. Reggie P and the turn He's up on it. He's up on it. He texts me. He, he, he hollers at me. He, 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 he haven't missed a day. That's right. He haven't missed a day, and I really appreciate him. And, uh, you know, just working the steps, keeping recovery fresh on my mind. That would keep me grounded. Well, Marcus, you said something really powerful today. Marcus, and, and I'm blessed. I'm blessed, man. This is the thing. 
Uh, so many people are blessed and, and you don't recognize your blessings. You don't acknowledge your blessings. You, it's taken for granted. You just walk right past your miracle and, and you don't, you take it for granted. You flick the lights, the lights come on. You don't even realize the miracle has happened. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you don't realize the work that went in to the lights coming on, right? You just you take it for granted. Lights on, you go, you, yeah. And, and people don't realize that dude that made the light bulb, he failed thousands of times before the one that worked. You understand what I'm saying? And if he would have gave up before he got to that part, we would be, I don't know, you'd be walking around with a torch, right? Yeah. And you know, torches, that's never worked out. Villagers with the torches, that never worked out well for the monster, right? So, and Marcus, this is the powerful part about seeking your find. And, and, and it's the powerful part about all of us have a skill and a gift and an anointing. And, and this is the thing, when you don't have it under a basket and other people can see it, you understand? That's just like red. And, and this is the crazy part. Once again, I'm sitting in my in my house and it's probably about nine o'clock at night. And I, I my phone rings and I look. Let me answer it. Hello? And it's red. I'm like, he said, hey, man, listen, man, uh, I just wanted to talk to you, man. I just came over there at Grit and Grace, man, and, and check this out. That place is fire, man. And listen, I need to get with you, man, because I'm... <laughs> I can hear that program in it, man. He just left a meeting, man. He was lit. He said, I'm getting to the bottom of this spot. You understand? And, and this is the thing that's a trip that I've come to understand. Most people who think they come for help are really designed to help people. And people who think they're designed to help people are probably coming for help. You understand what I'm saying? And, and and when I heard him talking, I could hear that program. Because most people, when they leave a meeting, they're trying to get to the sandwiches or to the to the whatever. He's trying to get to the bottom of this. He's trying to get to where this thing, more of this that he had left. And, and check this out. That's the thing about when your name, a lot of people say, oh, Mr. Bill, what kind of phone is that? I said, it was a Galaxy Z Fold 4. They said, man, I sure wish I had your phone. No, you don't. No, you, you know, you, <laughs> you may want one like it, but you don't want this one because this one rings. <laughs> and, and guess what? My name is on the poster. See, a lot of people say, man, I wish my name was on the poster. You don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Man, I wish I had it like you, Mr. Bill. No, you don't. No, you don't. So you be wanting to sleep. You be wanting to rest, man. You be you be in bed, man. You be doing different things. You, man, you ain't got, I got time for that. This is Don. His life is at stake. I ain't answering that shit till tomorrow. But when, when Reg called and I was talking to him, and, and, and he said, hey, man, so <laughs> you know, Reg is cool, right? Reg's got no, he's got that swerve, man. Reg said, man, when can we get together, man? I said, man, we can get together all we set it up. <laughs> Marcus was standing right here talking to me. And so this happens to me a lot. People say, Mr. Bill's my sponsor. This is shit. I didn't know it. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? And, and it's like, and they tell other people, and the other people say, I'm calling from so-and-so, so-and-so. Are you are you Marcus's sponsor? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and this is the thing. What people don't know, there's a difference between a mentor and a sponsor. Mentor can partner with you through all kinds of conversations and all different kinds of things. 
A sponsor is somebody who's going to work you through 12 steps. A sponsor is somebody who has a sponsor. A sponsor is somebody who's well-versed in that. And a sponsor is somebody who has time to be your sponsor. Because there's a time commitment. There's a communication commitment to that. If that person is getting ready to work with you through this. And they've already done this. And they're doing this. And, and that's important for me. And I've worked the steps and all that kind of stuff. But I'm doing a lot of other work. And I don't have time to give it what it deserves. So when Marcus was talking to me, and he said, hey, Mr. Bill, man, I need you to be a sponsor of this. I'm like, Marcus, man, listen. We're going to find you one. But when he was talking to me, I were, I'm like, Marcus, I got you. Marcus, I got you. You you straight. You straight. Because that's the thing that this program gives you. And if you invest into this program, and, and that's God's program for you, it's whatever that means because there are multiple pathways. But when you invest into that program that is your program, then people will be able to trust you with other people's lives. These people's lives at stake. This ain't no joke. If you don't get that, that, that what's in that 12 steps, if you don't get it and it's for you, then you ain't got no bricks in your back pocket. And when the storm comes, you flew up in the air. And everybody said, well, I guess he just wasn't ready. No, y'all didn't arm him, right? And, and it says a strong man who is fully armed, his goods will be at peace, right? And, and so we got to have a commitment to that. So I'm grateful that that commitment brought you in my life because he was coming, see, and, and, and with what you are, your gift, and, and I'm standing in the middle, I see them both. I'm saying, these are two gifted jokers. Boom, boom. And they think, you know, everybody's bridge, everybody's false. You understand? Because the man's here, he's got it. He, he's got the book. He's got the book and it's lit. You understand? And if a joker's holding the same book that's sitting on the shelf, except his is glowing, that might mean he's the teacher, right? So with that being said, I'm grateful for that. So let me ask you the same question. Um, what is it that you do that keeps you grounded? Every morning I wake up, I thank God, waking yes. up right and sober. Yes. Sober day before. Yes. I have say sober today. Yes. I get home at night, whether I'm retired, sober better. So I thank you for that day. I get on my knees. The grandkids are in the house. Kids are my wife's room over there. Everybody leaves me alone when I talk to God. Yes. I get him that time. Mm. And he tells me, he goes to me. Yes. There's days I'll say, well, I don't feel like I'm going to meet you today. That's the one I need to be at. That's the one. That's right. Don't right. get to it. The trigger's going to kick out. That's right. And he says, you know, I've done good things in my sure. life. Or I, I can't. Yes. 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 Sir, my family. Yes. 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 Man, you're talking that talk, man. His, his hand on me every day until do my part time job. I'm That's right. frustrated at home doing things. Like yes. Of course, I pray to him. Please let me know. I've got a third grade education. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. To a baby. Exactly. 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 I mean, as long as I'm in it, it's a lifelong process. And I look forward to a year or two. Yes. Step at a time, one second at a time. That's what keeps me going, Mr. Bill. That's good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, she'll say, I'll call you right back. Yeah. And last night she told me back at nine o'clock that I waited to know. We talked for about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She does always answer her phone. It's like, yeah. Accountability for it. They're always there. Yeah. I got to say, they're always there for me. That's good stuff.
Okay. See, so, so, so thank you. Yes. I hope that's my last incarceration ever. Oh, I hope so too. And 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 you know, this is the thing, and it says, and this is the thing about getting into the text. This is the thing about studying. And and I was sharing this with somebody the other day. I remember when I first came in, and we're obviously wired for a different environment. But when I came into this environment. And I learned some things and I've learned quite a few things. But one of the things that I've learned is that when you open up your heart and you open up your mind and you open, let your soul get opened up, then what happens is that information is alive. The program comes to life. Things that used to not make sense. They, you know, it's like, oh man, it's low, you know, spiritual awakening. And, and I, I remember when it didn't make sense, I used to read my Bible and I thought I was reading stories about people that lived a long time ago. Now, when I read my Bible, I'm reading about me, man. And, and you know what I'm saying? I'm getting some real instructions. <laughs> I'm getting some real instructions about that mountain that needs to be moved and about how powerful God is and what the same God, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have to be afraid and I don't have to fail and, you know, all those things. But to, to the point, one of the things I read in there, and it said the man will be recognized by his good works, right? Because they had talked about you to me before I ever met you. You follow me? And, and I remember having that conversation, and I'd be busy, man, but but today I'm trying to be present in those conversations. And I remember Paula telling me, man, let me tell you about this guy, man. And he's like, I got my first car, and then he got this car, and his wife, and everything. And she was telling me about you. And then later on, we were in, we were in the spot, and you was talking to me, and it hit me. That's him. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's the dude. That's the dude, man. And, and that's when you get the confirmation. That's when that thing is lined up. And that happened for each and every one of us. That's the dude, right? Because I remember when I heard 20 police story. You understand what I'm saying? And they said, man, this joke is up in that blood, man. And the people that roll up in that blood. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and then later on in the Zoom and then in the room, and he said the same thing you said, man. I can't not even come. And you're still here. Gotcha, one of yeah. Yeah. Like you said, what did you get out of this proof? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Mr. Brown, today was also the judge had some of the papers from Alicia, but he did, but he didn't come back to lunch. Yes. Mr. Brown went on his own, on his own time, got the paperwork, sat at the jail for two hours. Yes. Then released me. Yes. On his own time, took me on the way home. I took what you told me. You know, it, it came to me that when I was out, it was you brought me by the chapter there too. Yeah. He said, I told my hot word I was about my family. I was the only provider. He said, well, you weren't about helping you're out there doing your thing. Right. I said, no, I wasn't. Was I? Mm -hmm. And I stuck with me for a whole weekend. I showed him that Monday. I go, you know, you're absolutely right. I'm self-centered. I'm selfish. Yeah. I wasn't in God. And I didn't care about them. I cared That's about right. my next drink. That's right. But you have to share you that that says that he grew with you that day. Really said, I'd already surrendered, but it really put me in a straight forward. I walked out of that jail, I haven't looked back. That's good stuff, man. I'm glad you hear that, man. That's powerful stuff, man. That's good stuff, man. Y'all heard what the man said. Right. And and so let me ask you a question, Dave. What do you do that keeps you grounded? Well, I look back over my life and I said, okay, I'm a professional control. Yeah. Control of my life, controlling the direction. But in direct, I'm jobs. Okay. 
I had been through the military three years, taking lots of uh, urine tests mm -hmm. and everything else, and maybe don't come job. Mm -hmm. But that first seizure I had right in that truck, I had to have the humility for it. My boss said, Look, I can't be trusted. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Tell on it. Pitfall of a pit that I hadn't swallowed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I went to my neurologist, and he said the same thing. He said, "Dave, keep drinking like you're drinking. Yeah. Throwing a light switch on your mind. One time, you're not going to wake up." There you go. That's it. That's powerful stuff, man. So, what about you, cuz? What What is it that you do to keep yourself grounded? Basically, uh, like I said, I've been going through health crisis. You know, with yeah. coming from. Injury, yes, try to get out and exercise every day to try to get yes. balanced, you know. So, I'm making a start right now. But that's good, man. That's, that's good stuff, man. What about you, Gordon? What do you do to keep yourself grounded? Meeting. Yes, meeting makers make it. Meetings, I think I'm like on 40th meetings. I've been out. So that's good stuff. That's good. That's good stuff. Somebody said 90 to 90. We don't know what you're talking about. That's right. There you go. There you go. Living the living it by the book, man. It is our extreme pleasure to have such strong community partners, such as Viewpoint Health, to join us in our journey to recovering individuals as well as systems and procedures. Viewpoint Health offers an array of services and resources for individuals with mental health challenges, substance use challenges, as well as intellectual and developmental disabilities. To connect with them, please visit their website at www.myviewpointhealth.org or you can call 678-209-2411. Red, what what was the what is it that you do that keeps you grounded? Making me and giving back also really giving to me. Yes. In the house, you know, and somebody say, you know, Red, you went to meet me early, going to knock. I said, listen, it was like I ain't. Okay. No, my story. That's right. Don't know a story. I need to be. I'm ducked him. I'm ducked him with muscles. Yes. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Shake the rock, stay. That's it. That's good stuff. What about you, Ladarius? What do you do to stay grounded, man? Great. Yes. Meditate. You know, and I come to work. Yeah. Yes. Did or in free life. Yes. You know what I mean? So if I can help somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? Guess what? It might not be financial. People just hear my voice. Seems like it's working, man, because I hear a lot of people. Yeah. I hear a lot of people saying Ladarius. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. 
He about just done. What do you do to stay grounded? You pray? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's good stuff, man. Carol, uh, what what is it that you do to keep yourself grounded, Carol? I um uh, stay connected and get involved with recovery. Yes, man. What about you, Kelly? What is it that keeps you grounded? Walking by faith every day. Yes. Uh, Bible tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So that's why I tell people you have to trust in an invisible God yeah. that you cannot see. Stop trusting in what you do see. Yeah. Because when you look at what you see, you may not have enough money to meet the month. Yeah. May not have a food to feed your family. But if you know that you know that God says, I am who I am, you say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And although we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, and that don't mean being dead. Mm -hmm. It means that you're dead spiritually because you don't know where you're headed. Mm -hmm. And what I love about each and every one of you all is you all are working the program. And when you work the program, the program works. That's right. That's some good stuff right there. So with that being said, and, and I just want to ask, man, for taking time out of your busy day, your busy schedule to really uh, share this with our listeners, because everybody out there that heard our stories today are going to be able to associate that with someone, something, somehow, some way, because it's true. And the truth will do what? The truth will set you free. So I want to ask you guys one more question before we go. What there? A lot of people are going to hear the sound of your voice. What is one word that you want people to take away from hearing your voice today? Marcus, what is one word you want them to take away? That was you. Oh. Religion. Gratitude. It works. Life. Come to you real quick. Connection. Faith. And the one word I wanted to take away, I guess the most powerful thing that happened to me today was you, right? And and we. We we is a powerful thing. I was never part of we. No matter where I was, I was not part of we. I was I had some evil scheme and it was me. It was I. <laughs> but it wasn't we. You understand what I'm saying? If we left, we weren't going to end up where we was going. But, but I always ended up where I was going, which was usually jails, institutions, or near-death experiences. So today, I am truly grateful. I'm grateful that I'm not in a room by myself. I'm grateful I'm not in a one-man cell. I'm grateful I'm not in the back-out gown with flip-flops. I'm grateful that I'm here, and I feel great here. I feel at home here. I feel loved here. I never felt any of that in my life. I have purpose. Man, I got passion. Got partners, got all that. We keep coming back. We don't leave before the miracle happens. The miracle will happen before we leave. So, with that being said, man, I want to thank all y'all, man. We had a great show. I want to thank all the people out there, Radio Land. Yes. And I want everybody to remember to join us on September the 9th for the Recovery Out Loud symposium we're going to have here in the parking lot, 1400 Parker Road at the Restoration Storehouse building where grit and grace lives. Anyway, with that being said, y'all cherish the chips you hold, and we're going to see you when we see you. I want to encourage everyone to create positive connections and know that we are here to be one of those positive connections. So we invite you all to stay connected with us. You can do that by going to visit our website, 
which is rockdalestepingup.com. And then when you go to the bottom of that webpage, you click on the little Stay Connected tab. That Stay Connected tab will take you to a library of our monthly newsletters. On each one of those newsletters, you will get a Commissioner's Corner, which is a message from Dr. Doreen Williams talking about the Stepping Up Initiative and everything that we're doing here in the Rockdale County Recovery Community and in the community as a whole. We also have a video of a person in recovery, which we have selected as the champion of recovery, and they're telling their story and their recovery journey. Also, we select a champion of change, which is a partner in our, our community who is advocating for positive change and creating po positive change within our community. We have several different recovery resources in there. We usually have an app in there that helps support you in your recovery. We also have all of our events and announcements in there as well. We also invite you to follow Grit and Grace on all of their social media platforms. They're listed on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, all under Grit and Grace RCO. And if you want to keep hearing these messages, the ones just like you've heard today, tune in to Category 10 ENT, I believe it's Cat 10 ENT, on the His Hop Network every Wednesday at 12 noon and Thursdays at 1 p.m. If you cannot tune in at those times, we do have a podcast and we're available on seven different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts. So y'all keep coming back. Thank you for tuning in and feeding your recovery with another episode of the Recovery Hour. Remember that you can stay connected with us by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Grit and Grace RCO or just keep coming back every Wednesday at 12 noon. Until then, and as always, cherish the chips you hold.